0: Okay, we're always on a Kaddish Baruch's good side. We discussed last year, I think, around El Al Yom Kippur about the Indian of Tshuva and the Indian of Bitachon, and probably again this year we'll, we'll we'll go through it again. It's apropos. It's the it's the Zman. So let's continue here. We're now on page 136, and we are going through the section. We are going through the section where. We're, we're, in, we're in the sugi of wealth, continued, even though, as I've said many, 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 many times, that the sugi of is b'chalal, not limited to the union of money and parnasa and wealth. It's not just not limited to it, it's no different than anywhere else, anything else in your life, whether it be rafuas and doctors, whether it be raising your children, shalom b'ayis, or you're learning daily gemara. Bitachon is an understanding, a yesod, a foundational concept and way of living that we then utilize in all areas. It's the same yesodos. It can be that the details change based if we're dealing with money, and we're talking about going to meetings and stressing about money, or we're dealing with our and learning Gemara versus Mishnah versus how much should I learn, should I be stressed out if I'm not learning enough, and going to doctors, how should I approach the doctors? Those are just details. But the bitachon, the sugya, the seven major conditions that we connect to a Kadosh Baruch with, the seven emunahs that build our bitachon. Hashem is the only one who runs the world. He does it for our love. He knows more than we know. No one can stop Him. Those seven, which builds the crux of bitachon, living it, utilizing it in all areas, right? It's the same. It's just the details change. So even though very often you see in the safer, it's we're very heavy. When we get into the or we get very, very heavy into the money in yanim. That's because it just happens to be on people's head more often than not. That's, that's Matthias. The Baal Chavos always knew that. Thinking about it all day long, that's usually, usually what crushes a person. A person always has different things he has to deal with. But in, in, in the large scale... What is more common and general for a day-to-day person, men, and women also, but probably men more, women we would need to, to deal with it a little bit of a, in a different way, but they also deal with this, is the Indian of, of parnosa and money. It's all day long, so you're thinking about it. It's all day long. And therefore we discuss it again at length, but we have to know that it's not just this. So we were discussing here, and we have discussed many times, but the proper approach to getting a job, which again is a mitzvah according to the Chovas of unless unless either you like to be in trouble, you're a bad boy, or you're you're so involved with the Vodas Hashem that you have it's all day long, and the Kaddish B'euchah wants you to be doing that, whether it's learning Chassid, davening, whatever that may be, and you're a Yaris Shemayim and an Hashem, and you've you've somewhat perfected yourself, so then also your Pater from the whole Indian of, of Parnassa, very, very rare. The bad boys, very, very rare. So we're all in the middle. And the reason we go to work, so we said again and again and again, is not to make money, but it's in order to help us grow in so many ways in our life. Ruchnias and Gashmis. Dealing with Midos, dealing with people, learning how to respect others, dealing with Halacha, Lamaissa, all this stuff to build a person. Happens to be, you also make a pranasa. It happens to be that a Kaddish who really, really, truly wants us to choose the profession or to want to go into a profession that helps us grow by choosing something that we connect with in our inner self, right? Where, what, what did a Kaddish plant within me? What are my natural traits, characteristics, my, my nitiyas, my wants, my desires? And then to try to find some job that fits somewhat in that world, even though we leave it up to HaKadosh Baruch ultimately. But then when you're at that job, the point, which never changes, really, except for maybe some few, few exceptions, the point of the job is what we just said. is to help you grow. Not to amass wealth. That's not the point. Parenthetically, maybe... Potentially, there's an exception to a person who has already worked on himself he's worked on himself he's a Baal Bittachon he's a Maamon and he's he's working in the world maybe 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 a Kaddish chooses some people to taka a mass wealth because they give to tzedakahs because they give to organizations not just to pad his bank account that's not what a Kaddish needs right so there could be a person who who that's he's happy doing that Becoming fabulously wealthy, but but he gives a lot, a lot, and that we we all know people like that. They give a tremendous amount, Baruch Hashem, and that's their union. Our union is not that. Our union is something else, right? Whatever it may be. So we're at the we're at we're at we're at the we're at work. We're trying to be our best, right? We're not trying to be lax at days ago and say, you know, what? I only need to make a few bucks, so I don't really have to put my full self into the job. No, that would not be appropriate. You have to put yourself into the job. Not stressed. Not worried, not anxious as much as possible because we trust, we trust the Kaddish Baruch Hu. But if you have to do paperwork, do the paperwork. If you have to make phone calls, make the phone calls. Do it with a smile. Be there on time. Leave when you're supposed to leave, right? Don't try to cut corners. We have to live within the structure of the job as well as, po- as best as possible. And sometimes, Hezchav HaSavaz tells us that sometimes the Kaddish Baruch Hu decides that you're going to become wealthy. You're going to move up in the world. Of business, you, you're going to make more money. That's just the way it goes sometimes. That's a kaddish Baruch's choice. He wants you to have that. You've you've earned it. Either you've earned it, or it's going to be a big sign for you. Right, if you're not a Balbi tachon, and you've worked very hard and stressed and put yourself didn't sleep and oh, that whole world, and then you met taka made it in the parnasa world. You've moved up. That's just another test that a kaddish baruch is testing you in. Very hard to see that. But let's bring it back. For those people who are working normal, they have Bittachon, they trust the Kodesh Baruch they want to raise a family, send their kids to school, provide for them with a nice, comfortable house. Right? All the good stuff. Sometimes you make more than you really need. Now, when you have that more, we're not talking about right now what to do with it. We're talking about how to perceive that which you... Don't necessarily need right now, and what it can cause you to do, the mistakes that you might make. So we discussed number one. What was the first we're going? Just because I think we did we miss last week. We missed last week. That's where Chaz over. The first mistake the Chavos tells us that a person makes is that because he feels a responsibility now. Now he's a manager. Now he's a CEO. He has many kids and servants and, and workers and a whole thing underneath him. He needs a lot of resources, he needs a lot of money, he might try to cut corners, he might do things in a shameful way, in a disgraceful way, whether being going against the Torah Mamish or going against the Hashkafes Torah, which already that's gray, not so posh it, right? Because he feels the pressure, he feels the stress, the anxiety, and where is that going to come out? It's going to come out in, in doing things that he shouldn't do, maybe working more hours than he should work. Not coming home at night because he's so stressed, he has to put in hours and hours and hours and hours. Which takes a hit on his family, which takes a hit on his kid. Right? That's the first mistake a person makes. The second mistake a person makes, again, this person who's now become something more in the Parnasa world, is that he doesn't know how to properly look at his bank account. He thinks... The mistaken person thinks, well, everything that I've worked for, and I worked very hard, and now I made this money, it's because of me. I worked hard. I'm good at my job. I made X amount of dollars, much more than I need. But it's all mine. It's my bank. It's mine. If I decide to give it out, great. And if not, it's mine. Mine, mine, mine. Right? Because Because I did it. Again, anan bal and Nebuchadnezzar has taught us, and you can have Chazar over on page 135, how to look at a bank account. Only a, a little, little bit of your bank account is for you personally. How much do you personally need to live a fine life, food, clothing, shelter, you personally, not even talking about your family. Not, not so, so much, right? Then there's the family that Kodesh helps out a person all right, we're not going to get into that question we left with last week. I know two weeks ago, not for now. And then the third, the third category he says is the income that he amasses, which refers to the money that benefits no one. So, this is what we're going to add: either he utilizes it, latov, he gives it away. This is the third part of the bank account that you don't need again, right now, or you don't need it, it's, it's enough for you, you already have enough for two years, we're not giving numbers, but that extra, what are you doing with it? Either you use it for the good, or you might be protecting it until you pass it on as an inheritance to someone else, and it could be, right, we said, your wife's second husband, the stepkids, step, the, or even your murderer, guy Rav says, someone gets murdered and that guy takes all your money, so you worked your entire life, for this murderer to get the money, so therefore the third part of your bank account, which might be the vast majority, depending on how wealthy a person is, there's only so much that him and his family can use. Maybe you want to save for the grandkids, but then after that, it's it's already like, is just, what are you doing with all this? What are you doing with all of it? He doesn't say this, but obviously you can use it latov, you can use it for Tadaka. you can use it to help other people. There's there's enough to go. There's enough people who need it in so many ways, or. You're just going to guard it until someone else takes it. So now we're on, that was the third, the second mistake a person makes. And how do you view the money, this extra money that he makes? But what about putting money away for like retirement? So this gets, this gets into, into, into pratim. And uh, the person has to, has to be mevarer. What, again, you can do anything. Just keep bitachon, keep a Kodesh Baruch in the picture. Make sure that when you're deciding how much money you might need for this retirement, a person eventually does stop working at some point. And therefore, where's the money going to come from? So we believe, we trust, right? At a certain point, you can't work anymore. You have to go back to the Bittachon, the original Bittachon, right? Kodesh will take care. But it could be that he's giving you an opportunity now. He's letting you build up a little bit for then. That's his way of giving it to you. right? That would be called, that's under the category of Heshtadlis. But when you're making these calculations, it has to be done with proper bitachon. And if you're doing it and you're nervous and you're stressed, we have to calm down to go back to the bitachon. Of course I could, I could prepare for retirement. This is what Kaddish Beruchel wants me to do. But appropriately, he doesn't need, he doesn't need me to save $80,000 a month or whatever. Right? What, what's normal. So if you put Kaddish Beruchel into the system with the seven conditions of bitachon, you yourself will be able to come out appropriately. And if you need more help, you have Rebbein, you have people to, to help out with. Page 137. Let's get to the third mistake. This is a biggie. This is a biggie, biggie. And it's not just when it comes to monetary inyanum. So let's see. That's my addition. V'ashlishi shishihunosein hatarofim second paragraph, l'va'alayim kemosheh gazolem abori al yodo. Vuzocher to Vasolehem Bahem, Ki Ilu, huhitrifon Bahem, Vichilkulosam, Veshasik Bamaleim, Verotse Shayodu, Vishabhu, Harbe Aleim, Veshavduhu, Bahavuram. Listen to this. The third mistake that a foolish person makes, this wealthier person, is that while he does give over the sustenance to its owners, and they point out on the bottom, and the Mepharshim point out to its owners. Meaning, HaKadosh Bar who gives you money to provide for people, whether it be workers, your, your, your babysitter, or right? That money is earmarked. It was given to you to be a money manager, to give to other people. And you have a guy who does give it. He does. He gives out, he gives out a lot of tzedakah. But what can happen if he's foolish, if he doesn't have bitachon? He does give over the sustenance to its owners as the Creator has indeed ordained that it come through Him. What's the mistake? He reminds them, the guy who gave the money, or the woman, we always say guy, but it could, you know, He reminds them of His favor toward them. As if He Himself sustained them and provided for them with their needs from His own money and was kind to them through the sustenance He provided. So you pay your workers, but you make sure they know that they're Meshubba to you. You're lucky you have a job with me. Remember that I gave you this, parnassa. I'll give you a bonus, but just wink, wink. Remember, make sure you do exactly as I say, because I could take it away from you at any time. I own you. Now, people don't always say those words. Sometimes they do. But more commonly... It's the feelings that are given over, the way they speak to a person, right? The money guy doesn't need to speak with respect to his lower workers. Why should he? He owns them. So he could be brash, rash, harsh. He could be. He doesn't feel the need to speak nicely sometimes. I'm speaking about, doesn't mean it's anybody here, or anybody that you even know, but this could happen. Again, a foolish person. He's just so Gaiva is, is exactly no, Gaiva is a foolishness. Gaiva is a sikhless, it's a foolishness. It's not having a moon to be talking. That's exactly what it That's the biggest foolishness, Gaiva. You're such a fool. You think you think you did this? You fool. It's a boreolum who did all this. You don't control anything. You, you know, you weren't born with money bags. You had a lot of help along the way. Oh, you forgot about them. You forgot about your parents. You forgot about even your educators. You forgot about the guy who got you the first job. You, you forgot it all. Somehow I mean, you forgot it all. Right? Nice? foolish. So you have this, and this could be also, you have to be careful, and I'm thinking, this is parenthetical, he does not say it in the Safer, so this is my own, so if you want to yell at me, yell at me, not the Safer. But the way a parent deals with a child, it doesn't mean you let the child run around over you. But there's a way, you're not, you're, you were chosen as a parent for this child, and this child for you. You're not God. Right? We have to be careful not to take the reins, the shlita, too much. in so, parentheses. There's many of these situations in life. As I said, it's not just money. But you have this guy, he became wealthy, and he's a fool because he thinks that he made himself wealthy. He doesn't realize that it was a Kaddish Baruch Hu who helped him out. And therefore, a lot of mistakes start to happen. A lot of midos mistakes, gaiva. Therefore, he wants them to thank and praise him profusely on account of the money that he provided them with and to serve him as a result. You help somebody out monetarily or you help them out in any other way. It could be once, it could be many times. And, sometimes, and eventually you start, to feel, you start to feel upset at them. You've helped this person out. So nice of you. You help them out. They're your friend. They're your kid. They're your somebody who just asked you and you have a good heart and you help them out and maybe a second time, and then you start to somehow, sometimes you start to feel something inside, some negativity towards them. Why? You're so nice to them. Why? Because that person didn't fulfill your hidden expectations, which were what? They should thank me. They should appreciate me. I helped them out. I helped you. How could you not write me a letter? How could you not call me on the phone thanking me? How could you not appreciate me? Didn't I... Help you? Didn't I provide for you? I worked hard. You were in a low place. You hear this? This is what's going on in a person's head and his heart. And he starts to feel negative to them, And this can go on for, you could be giving a person for years and years, helping a person. And it could be a kid. It could even be a spouse. But you feel, you're not, you're not connecting to them because you're upset that they're not being thankful enough to you. They don't have gratitude that you start pointing their bad nidos, but you still give to them because you feel obligated. So you're just, you you're you're keep putting money into a losing proposition, you know? You put it in, it loses. You're like, no, put more in. Goes even lower, you put more in and lower. This is what happens, the cycle. Where does that cycle start? So you're always pointing at everybody else. How could you not be appreciative? I'm giving you more and more because you're trying to buy their appreciation. Right? Why are you giving them the money again and again? If you're so upset at them, so stop giving them the money. And sometimes that happens. But you keep trying to buy their thanks. They're so trying to buy it. you make a big mistake. The problem is you, me, I'm the problem. I'm, I'm expecting, demanding them to thank me. Ke'ilu, as if I'm God. As if it was my money that I gave to them. Where in fact, that is the total, that's sheker. Sheker mamish, one hundred percent sheker, sheker. There's no emis to that. The emis is that you were a messenger, that Kaddish wanted to give them money, and you happened to be the guy. Just like the way you made money was through some business, some company, some clients, whatever job you're, right? They were the medium to get you money. So too, you're the medium to give somebody else money, right? You, you felt you felt that you needed a client. Doesn't matter if you're a lawyer, a doctor, a real estate guy. Doesn't matter. So some guy either he needs a lawyer, a person needs a doctor, or a person needs to buy a building, and you're the, the lawyer, the doctor, or the broker. Right? You're the guy in the middle. So, okay, there is okay. Do you feel the need to thank the client? Now, sometimes you want to butter him up to get more business, yes. But do you feel a need? This guy has a murderer. A murderer. He comes to you, you're a defense lawyer. Buddy, I, they think that, they said that I killed somebody. So I need a lawyer. You're like, okay. It costs this much money for, per hour and pay? Do you, do you ever go and think to thank the murderer for giving you the money? Now, the money came from him. This murderer, which you may or may not win the case, you're still going to get paid, right? He is giving you money. It's coming from him, right? He, you're charging him. Would you ever in a million years think to thank this person? No, you're, you're servicing him. He needs you. You're, he, right? He's a middleman. But when, so why aren't you realizing that you're also a middleman to provide money for other people? Why not? Right? You're also a middleman to give to your kids, to give to this person who needs it, tzedakah, or who just needs a loan. Why don't you realize that? The answer is very simple. You're a fool. You're a fool. You should, you should at least uh, receive some kind of gratitude from the people that receive it. Mitzad so. them or mitzad you? Be very careful. Should they, the person who receives, feel in their heart from their midos, a hakar yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But are you the one that should bring, that, to tell them that they, they or why the, are you upset? If you're the parent. No, I'm saying that. You, if a parent, ready for this? If a parent is giving to his kids and the kids are not makir tov, so you get a, You get a little bit upset at the kids. But you know whose fault it is? Your own fault. Why don't you teach the kids to be makir tov? Why don't you teach they don't them? always listen. <laughs> So then, give up anyway. Meaning, happy tochim, because anyway, the kids are not in your. They, don't, they make their own choices. This is, this is the problem that we think we feel that they should they should have a karasatov. What do you mean? Of course, this is this is Number one, are you a master of a karasatov? Each one of us who's upset, are we really master of a karasatov? Have you really thanked your parents, your spouse, your rebbe? Do you have have you done that enough? Probably not. Number two. Their lack of a cursor is their Midos issue, not your Midos issue. Your obligation from God is to give them money if you feel that's what you should be giving. But not to then get upset at them and demand respect. This is this is this comes from Gaiva. This comes from Gaiva. A parent who's perfected himself, who's perfected his Midos, would not be upset at the kids for not thanking them. He would sit them down and have a calm, loving conversation about it. He wouldn't be upset inside. Again, I'm a perfected parent, he would say, listen, my children, I love you. I'm, help- I'm trying to help you grow. And I try- teach you midos. And I'm happy to provide for you because the Kodesh will give me extra money to give to you. But I'm just telling you for yourself that in the world, it's important that you ex- receive and you appreciate and then you thank. But that's just me teaching you. I'm still going to give you. Because God chose me to give to you. You're my kid and you need it, so I'm going to give it to you. But I'm just, I just want to teach you proper midas. Now, what parent has ever done that? There's a few. Very rare. But if you're Bal Baal Bitochen and you're not a fool, and you're a Chacham, that's what happened. no? Again, we're talking high levels, I understand. But it all starts from a proper Bitachan perspective. Does this make sense? It's very clear. It's just we never really work through These thoughts, because our foolishness stopped us before we did. It's very clear. No, I'll take questions. I'll 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 defend the chavos of avos. That's what he says. The third mistake. We'll just read it straight. The third mistake that a foolish person makes is that while he does give over the sustenance to its owners, as the Creator has indeed ordained that it comes that it come through him, he reminds them, the beneficiaries. Of his favor toward them, as if he himself sustained them and provided them with their needs from his own money, and was kind to them through the sustenance he provided. Therefore, he wants them to thank and praise him profusely on account of the money that he provided them with, and to serve him as a result. Gaiva 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 means there's no bariolum. What's about gaiva? Gaiva means it's me. Not a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Gemara Senota says, Kaddish Baruch Hu says, ani achas. I can't live. Kaddish Baruch Hu says, I cannot live in the same room as a There's no room for me. Kaddish Baruch Hu could do anything. But this person, with his Bechira, has chosen it's only him. Egocentric. In his room, it's only him. Kaddish Baruch Hu says, I can't get in there. I'd love to, but I can't. It's a big mistake. You know how much anguish, negativity, a lot of things go through us. And we blame others, and it's really our own fault. Almost always, if you're upset at a person, if you'd be able to properly break it down, which is not always easy, you will find out that it's your own chisa. I'm saying almost always, but it's like 99.9999. Just be nice. If you really, I, I would I would challenge a person. I'm not saying it right now. But if you want, I will. If you really bother by this and you don't believe this, give me a situation that you're bothered by somebody else thinking that it's their problem, and let's see if there's another side to the story. But I'm not doing it now. It's almost a, a binary. You know, it's either a, a, a lack of of a mea. <laughs> or it's a lack of bitachem. It's, it's one or the other. Usually, <laughs> but people don't realize that. It's his problem. Right. No. It's your midos issues or your... Exactly. That's, that's where it is. It's one of those two. We don't always have the the tools to analyze properly. But if we did, and we're getting some now, we'd realize it's... And that's great, because if you realize that it's within you, well, now you can fix yourself up. Right? If, you're, if, you, if a person gets sick, and he keeps thinking it's something else, medicine this, that doctor for that thing... He'll never heal what's actually the problem. So a person his whole life, it's like the joke, and we'll end with this, we'll go on. I love this joke. It's so real, and you probably all heard it, but it's so Kedai. There, there was an older man, he was driving on the, he was driving, he was driving, he was on the highway, whatever it was. And he gets a call on cell from his wife. Honey, be careful. I just saw on the news, there's a crazy person driving the wrong way on the highway. Be careful. He's like, one? There's thousands of them. He's the guy driving on the wrong side of the highway. But he thinks everybody else is driving on the wrong side of the highway. That's the cha. You think everybody in life has wronged you. Maybe you're the one who's the problem. It's very hard to see that. Because you're a fool. A foolish person, doesn't he? He's a foolish person. How do you not see that everybody's driving the wrong way? How do you not see that you're the wrong? Because with gaiva, you're never wrong. This is more in the midos area, but I do want to bring it out, because Bittachon, Emuna Bittachen, can help almost always midos, at least to some regard, to some percentage. He doesn't really get into that, but it, it's here, it is here. This is all midos. How do you deal with another person? You could provide for a, per- a person, right? Immediately, this is, you have to be careful. Immediately, if you provide for a person and you don't have the proper Bittachon pumping into your system, you automatically, from your Nefesh Bahamas, you look lo- a little bit lower upon them. It's, it's automatic. You can't change that. Unless you have Kodesh Baruch meaning it's not my money. It's, a, it's, I'm a messenger. I'm just a worker. Then you give it to them, there's no, there's no feelings of they're lower. I'm just, just an Amazon right, driver. We keep using that mushroom. I'm just an Amazon driver. I didn't, what did I do for this guy? He paid for it. I'm just driving it. I'm getting paid from the Amazon, whatever. But if you don't have the proper system in place, the proper bitacham in place, it's almost guaranteed, and I always, I'll try to always use the word almost, but again, 99.9, but it's almost, that you're going to feel that they're a little bit lower than you. And then when you don't get the respect, honor, thanks in, advent, in return, so then slowly but surely that when you look upon them lower and you continue to give them and they're still lower, you know, eventually it's going to break. And that's when it hurts. It's going to That's what it is. But if you can give them from a place of bitachim, Kodesh P'rauchot chose me to give them I'm so happy that I have this opportunity, that I have children or I have an uh, ani or I have an organization that I'm, I could give to them and you feel that, you're, that they're doing you a favor. Or at the very least, that we're partners in it. At the very least, we're partners in it. So then you give to them, same level, same level, same level, same level. There's no low end. there's no feelings of expectation, of want. This is very, 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 I can keep going as I always do, important. Who wants to live like a fool? Why would you want to live like a fool? Page 137. Now, that's... That's mistake three A. But let's see how mistake three B comes out. Vizgae ve yigbova yermelovavo, vi aniach hoda osso aleim, vi yachshem hoyomoneo somehow terofim, hain, hainishar metzel, vi chilule, huhayunifsokim tarfeim, vi oniasha yigalaric bolomazavi yafset skarl olomaba. Do page one thirty seven. Due to his perceived generosity, look at me, which you already fell to the trap of of demanding reciprocation. That's a made up word, but I use it anyway, right? I'm demanding reciprocation for the generosity. Reciprocity. Reciprocity? Oh my gosh. Sounds too similar. But thank you. He becomes arrogant, right? When I give, they're lower. They're not lower the truth is i'm i'm making myself look higher why is a person lower because i helped him out he's not in your eyes he's lower why because in your eyes you're higher that's what's really happening he becomes arrogant haughty and proud and he refrains from thanking hashem for giving him the opportunity to provide for them see when you give you provide tzedakah it's huge mitzvah but if you do it thinking that you are the one who made the money, and you're the one who's helping this organization, you actually go against the Kaddish Baruch. What do you mean? I'm doing a mitzvah. Yeah, but if you turn into a Balgaiva because of it, because you think it's you, you're turning away from the, the point of the mitzvah. The point of the mitzvah, the outer point of the mitzvah is to provide tzedakah for somebody else. The inner point of every mitzvah is a munah. Every one of the mitzvahs is a monah. because there's a God and He wants me to do this. But if you forget about the God portion and it's just me and the ani and I'm giving and giving and giving and becoming more haughty and haughty and haughty, forgetting about a kaddish baruch, Hu, your tzedakah is actually stabbing you in the heart. Your tzedakah is making you turn your back. Is that not the biggest fool in the entire world? Could you just repeat that you said the inner point of every mitzvah is... amuna, a munah. Tveikis, it's to connect to Kadosh Baruch That's why we do the mitzvahs. Just one happens to look like lulav, one looks like Shabbos, one looks like Tzedakah, one looks like Torah. They all look different and they all are different. But in the penimis, in the nakudah penimis of every mitzvah, it's because Hashem told me to do it. 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 I believe in Hashem. I believe in Hashem. I believe in Hashem. I believe in Hashem. I, Hashem. I want to connect 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 Hashem. I love Hashem. Right? those That's the inner world. The Chovetz Lovavus. That's the inner world of every mitzvah. No exception. So you do very, very careful. You don't keep the inner part of the mitzvah. You, you're going to throw away the mitzvah. Do you hear this? From the Chovetz Lovavus. It's unbelievable. It's so clear. It's so logical. It's just worked out. Out. It's worked out. He thinks to himself that, page 138, that were he to withhold his wealth from them, now, I give you, my worker, my kid, whoever, I provide for organization. He thinks, after giving them and becoming haughty and forgetting about a Kaddish Baruch, Hu, he thinks, if he would withhold the money from them, it would remain in his possession. Because it's my money. I happen to be nice in giving it over, but if I didn't want to, stay in my bank account. And that were it not for him, then their sustenance would cease. This is a feeling. If I don't give you, then no one's going to give you. I own you. This is what's going on, and the, person, the person said. In truth, he is the one of poor intellect who toils for naught in this world and who will lose his heavenly reward in the world to come. Let's look at the bottom here. They have a nice note. On page 138 on the bottom left. Were he to withhold his wealth from them, it would remain in his possession. That's what he thinks. There's a deeper teaching here. A person can believe that if he were not required to give to others, then he would be able to keep all the wealth for himself. Right? If I I had no obligation to give to anybody, right, this person who has a lot of money, he's thinking, Well, if I didn't have to give to anybody, then all the money would be mine. Three things. Not realizing that the wealthy are really God's funnels. And that God only gives wealth when the funnel works. However, if there is no funnel, or if the funnel is clogged, meaning you don't want to give, or you have gaiva, then there is no need for God to pour. Maybe you would not have received this money had you not had these people. Do you think it's just the opposite? <clears throat> Meaning, if the, if this person didn't have these people to give to, he might not have. That's exactly the proper perspective. The That's exactly the proper perspective. It's really Gemara Bikiva and Turnus Rufus. Turnus Rufus says to Bikiva, "If God loves all your people, why did he? <clears throat> why does he make poor people? He loves you. Why should you be poor?" Bikiva says, "No, you got it wrong. The poor people are for us. I mean, the the ones who have money. We need them. We need to be all people of givers." We need to be generous people. We need to work on ourselves. So the whole thing is flipped around. When we're needed to give out to workers, to kids, to whatever, then Hashem will provide for us to give to them. And if we're not needed, Hashem says, I don't need you. Parenthetically, but importantly, you might be thinking in the back of your head, well, I know a lot of people are fabulously wealthy and they don't give anything to anybody. Now, the answer to that A... Is you don't know what they really give, a. So if you're thinking that you have there's something wrong in you, you don't really know. Luyutzer, a person tells you, I actually didn't give to anybody ever, and they're not like Yoslof the miser who hid it all, right? Yossel of the miser, right? everybody knows the miser. I'm not going to go through now. Yes, Yossel of the miser. Aye, think. Okay, maybe next week we'll tell say, okay, the miser the of the miser. But. So uh, you know, that's a little miser. Okay. I'm not even the... I'm not the, the biggest... I don't know all the stories about Karl Bach, but that, that's, that, that one went, you know, world famous. Akhapan, we'll get to that next week maybe. But you have this person who's fabulously wealthy and he's not giving, so how could it be a funnel? We just... If you have so much, you have so much energy, so much money, so much light, so much water, and you stuff it into a kelly that's not able to fit... All of that, what happens? It hurts. It hurts. I I don't know numbers. I can I don't know. But a person who doesn't have be and he's not giving, and he's a funnel. And Hashem gave him tremendous amounts of wealth, and it's stuffed into this little keli. It hurts. It's like when you have too much anything in a keli that doesn't fit. It bursts. Too much air in a balloon bursts. Because you need, there's a need to give. You have all this money. I don't know what to do with it. Should I buy an airplane? Should I buy this? Should I go here? Should I go there? Maybe I'll try to go everywhere. And he's still unfulfilled. And then he realizes he has no friends. All these things can happen. So could there be people who have a lot of money and they're not giving? Yeah, but they're in pain. This is not something that you want. It's a lot of pain. Okay. 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 I think, I think we'll pause here today. So next week we'll, we'll finish up this little part. Maybe we'll tell over the mice of Yassir the Maise. I'm not sure how I'm going to really make it, make so much sense. I don't want to tell you just the end of it, because it's not, uh, maybe we'll send a link to uh, the full Maise. You know, there's the Hemshech of the Maise. There's the Maise and then Karl Bach and met somebody later in life. This part you know? No. Uh, there's the hemshik of the Maise. Okay, so we will continue next week.